listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fire burning inside my eyes. This the music that saved my life. Y'all be calling it hip hop. I be calling it hypnotize, hypnotize. Trap my body but free my mind. What the fuck are you fighting for? Ain't nobody gonna win that war. My details be retail. Man, I got so much in store. Racism is still alive. Yellow tape and colored lines fuck that nigga look at that line it's so diverse they getting off work and they want to see kendrick everybody can't drive benzes and i've been there so i'm making my business they're giving my full attention tin hut man i gotta get my win up man i gotta get right with god because i got my sins up Ooh, matter of fact don't mistake me for no fucking rappers they sit backstage and hide behind the fucking cameras hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and it is a saturday morning saturday morning a lazy saturday morning for me yep which means it's actually saturday afternoon right uh but uh it's saturday afternoon the blackout to us man so you know what that means if we're doing the show on saturday it's time for some feedback everybody that's right let's talk about the things that you guys have said that we said that you responded to what we said and then we're gonna respond to those things that y'all said okay uh you can go to the blackouttips.com leave us uh all kinds of responses there uh whether it's uh comments on a post votes in a poll comments on your votes in the poll you can also email us the blackouttips at gmail.com you can leave voicemails for the show we ask that you keep them under three minutes uh 704-557-0186 and you can eat uh did i say blackouttips at gmail.com yeah email us there blackouttips at gmail.com um and if i'm missing anything else oh five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we read them as long as they're nice okay and why would you leave a five star review that's not nice come on guys um so yeah five star reviews on itunes and stitcher uh didn't get a lot this week on itunes or stitcher got a couple on each step it up man let's do it come on there's never it's never too late never too late getting close close to a thousand shows of this shit guys i feel like feel like you know show some appreciation some of y'all been listening to all the shows and having uh hooked us up so if you've been listening it's a free way to help the show out doesn't cost Absolutely you a dime positively free and we appreciate that now some of you guys go above and beyond the call of duty and to those people we like to give them a shout out because they donate on the regs okay they, they hook us up and they say hey man you guys are doing a good job i would like to donate to the show uh just to keep y'all on the air keep that support going uh because you know we can always use that and uh that's what keeps the ship afloat and keeps everything working fine so let's give them a shout out i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day that's right it's a new day to get this new money let's talk about the people that donated to the show this weekend let's do this tawana j recurring donator tawana j thank you so much tawana cedric the entertainer w thank you cedric we appreciate you and your entertainment we do gabriel l appreciate you gabe gabe forgot gabe is a dude name Linwood yeah, we, C. We just we just hope that uh well I don't know you out there fucking up going a hundred miles an hour you might not be on the renewal of the Walking Dead. Linwood C. You know he uh that's an old black man. Very old. Willie, oh Willie G. 
recurring donation thank you willie thank you sweetie michael f recurring donator thank you michael f oh uh this person told me not to say her name so i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna skip that david s recurring donator thank you david thank you and miss Carolyn hooked us up with a one-time donation that says happy birthday and mother's day to miss honey flower oh happy birthday i mean and mother's day miss honey flower we appreciate you and uh we will be taking up an extra offering for her birthday party where we will spend all the money on ourselves i think that's true it ain't easy but today's a new day tell me where are my blue skies where is that love y'all where is the love and the joy that you promised me tell me it's all right the truth is i almost gave up all right all right not enough donations not a whole song that's what happens <laughs> we've made the choir cut it short you guys penalize yourselves five star reviews on itunes and stitcher uh if you're in on itunes let us know if you're not in the united states and by the united states we literally mean just the united states not canada and not mexico if you're in anywhere other than the continental united states and hawaii and alaska uh we can't see your review unless you let us know so we can switch over to go check who it's at yep um we got a couple five star reviews let's read them seashell 21 says it's all love five stars i love this show most shows are free but i'm sure you'll get so hooked you'll end up becoming a premium member just to show love and make sure they can keep going they keep my spirits lifted they love the love between the two i mean between these two is inspiring and it's beautiful how they bring each other bring others on to spread the love thanks seashell 21 thank you you know we do try to spread the love we do try to bring different people on mm-hmm. this week we actually should have uh comedy outliers on yes mike and brandon and keep your fingers crossed but monday night we should have at least a couple of the fan bros on Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the show where the fans are bros and the bros are fans yep um tony b from dave's a must listen five stars i love this podcast rod and karen keep it real on social issues and are always entertaining i keep i find myself arguing against them when they go on rants to only concede at the end that they're right and i need to grow up they easily have the funniest tv recaps on the net and baller alert is always a good laugh great overall podcast but thank you very much uh tony b from dade man we appreciate that uh i wonder if this is the same dude from um dade that used to get into it with chill i can't remember i don't know uh but anyway you know don't catch a fade in dade i believe that's what they say out there oh lord on these streets um and then we also had a couple five star reviews on stitcher i love this podcast by will g41 i've been listening to this podcast since 2012 and haven't stopped karen and rod have one of the most entertaining podcasts ever if you're bored or having a bad day they'll most certainly brighten your day five stars thanks will g will g41 thank you everybody hates grizz says five stars i've been listening to this podcast faithfully for the last six months i respect the consistency and the quality of the show keeping this short but keep doing what y'all doing we shall proceed and continue <laughs> yes sir to rock this mic all right guys um all right we have comments on the actual website 
we had uh you know we do episodes during our throughout the week we invite you guys encourage you guys to let us know what you think about them episode 942 the tipping point that was our uh our feedback show uh lauren sidwell leaves this comment sadly i had to duck out early but i went to meet some friends at a food truck roundup while i was there a dude sold me his cd of christian rap i will now pass this blessing on to you (laughs) it's yours now no takes backs and they linked us to the soundcloud page of low-key low-key christian rapper Louis torres from pittsburgh should i play this karen do you think this is going to go? Well, here are the song choices. Okay. Commercial beat preview. Save me from myself. Encouragement. Can't live that way no more. No swag for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that even by him? I think, no, that's by him. Okay. Distraction. Never stop believing. You are not alone in the name of jesus shut the devil down why all with all that thy soul what, what do you want one in a million wages of sin god how many songs are there i don't know but i want to hear no swag no swag for you uh man that's all the way how far up was this <laughs> okay no swag for you mustard on the b ho <laughs> Don't that sound like DJ Mustard? Yep. The best story ever. Is it just the beat? That's it? Oh. We're not, we're Where's the Jesus rap? We ain't rapping. Jesus in his bitch. And we about to go <laughs> and get 50 rich. Get Make an hand. <laughs> I need a private jet and three bitches. <laughs> Bow down in his holy name. Raise your hands. Show your love. What is happening here? <laughs> this this is just the beat. We, we what's this trap? Talking about my nigga motherfucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why Roger rap and I don't. He got mixtape and I don't because I'm terrible well that was just a beat guys i um i don't oh, think that was a whole song words man. let me see save uh, me for myself oh uh, let's do save me for myself save me for myself okay why does he have a pittsburgh hat on though yeah um, jesus yeah oh wow Wow, we were incredibly accurate to what he's gonna sound like. Yep. Except for the cussing. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't cuss. Jesus! Yeah! Save me!
he mixed it to the beat is too loud you can't really make out what he's saying mm-hmm. uh what about in the name of jesus oh no no shut the devil down let's get out yeah low-key uh-huh. jesus up in his bitch what up but I feel like the devil was just minding his own business, clicking around on SoundCloud. Right, minding, yeah. And he thought, oh, here's a song about me. And then he got dissed, you know? Is that really fair to the devil? Nope, he wouldn't even bothering you. He probably was looking for bestiality and child porn, and then he found Ah! this he's not even saying nothing Mm-mm. i feel like the devil should release a diss track back to him oh that would be epic <laughs> fuck low key <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, from the start, yeah. he was jealous of God. Michael knocked him out of heaven with the holy rod. The devil oh, and his mom got stung. Yeah, the devil what? got stung. What? He got bumped what? with a lot of love. The devil yeah. got stung. Yeah. Got stung. Yeah. Go on. Shut the devil down. Yeah. The devil. This feels a lot like a freestyle. I don't think these words are written down here. Nope. He made them up on the fly as the beat was playing. Yeah, I, I feel like he's just saying stuff you know stuff yeah it just say jesus every three lines and every couple every couple words you just throw jesus in there and then you'll be okay so all right well good luck loki um and uh lauren said well fuck you all right now to the poll results have you ever participated in a riot yes uh wait hold on let me yes no and does a laugh riot count if so then yes but basically no uh the answers six percent of our audience has participated in a riot mm. mm-hmm. interesting 40 percent has not participated in a riot i'm i'm in it 40 percent mm. i'm in this 54 percent does a laugh riot count if so then yes but basically no i'm in the 54 percent. okay I'm okay in several laugh riots okay if that's the case then yes i'm i'm sorry my bad i'm take me out of that group i'm in the last group nubs writes 
hi rod and karen thanks for the show really sorry about the block of text but sometimes y'all have a way of explaining things that gives me a different perspective anyway i want to respond to the segment where y'all were talking about the underlying causes of the rise in protests in baltimore i've heard some people talk about the hypocrisy brought up by people who supported the arab spring but frowned upon the unrest regarding freddie gray and the murder of black lives in america while you both were talking about how burning down the cvs and quick trips are simply symptoms of a larger issue i remember the case of the arab string it was a man in tunisia who burned himself to death in protest while self-immolation is crazier than burning a building that man was pushed over the edge if i remember correctly unemployment was high and people were living under repressed conditions according to the new york times mr buzazi a fruit vendor set himself on fire in front of the local governor's office after authorities confiscated his fruit beat him and refused to return his property this was all on the same day i'm not saying a burning man is the same as burning cbs but i couldn't help but see both situations as examples of what happens when people and communities crack under years of abuse right yeah that that makes sense to me dog um yeah i feel like whenever people feel like they don't have hope there's very little that they feel that they can do but they want to make a statement you know to a large extent sometimes even like acts of terrorism and shit have the same impetus now yes it may reach a different conclusion and the things that people do obviously you know killing innocent people and shit is not something i would ever condone but Mm-mm. a lot of times it is if you look at the situations that lead people to that type of thinking you'll see a lot of similarities where mm-hmm. people were oppressed possible you know abuse, attempted genocide right. religious abuse wars or like, yeah like a lot of shit can happen to people and we just kind of have a in america anyway we have the luxury of just having very black or white views on everything where it's just like you're a good guy you're a bad guy the end but we don't have to think about what the fuck would make someone blow themselves up at a military base like what would even make you think of that shit you know or you know what what would make you be like i want to fucking fly some planes into the side of a building like i don't know correct you know like i don't i can't relate to it because i have a privileged life where that's not those those like those things wouldn't concern me but i can kind of use the idea of like i can understand relate to why somebody would think burning out cvs to make a statement was worth it um i can understand that mm-hmm. you know just the hopelessness of those that those kids have to have in order to see the police in riot gear and be like let's fight them fuck it correct like that, that i can't relate to it because i've never been there but i can imagine it i guess is what i'm saying doc m says rodrigo and karen i really appreciate you all's commentary on baltimore you have done an excellent job i've been in several facebook arguments over the uprising and be more i argue that uncivil uncivility riding the civil disobedience are cornerstones of cornerstones of our democracy we as americans revolt and what is happening across our country is a critical part of our american democracy power can seize nothing without demand i'm originally from dc we used to roll up to be more every once in a while to hang out at the harbor and hit a few clubs the city was really poor the harbor was nice but the clubs were whack i have i have many family members from baltimore there are areas that are just broke down there are extreme there is extreme poverty drugs and crime there are other black neighborhoods in Bmore that are really nice, but in those bad neighborhoods, you better watch yourself. The cops in Bmore have a tough job. Cops everywhere have tough jobs, which is why we must recruit people capable of doing those very hard jobs effectively. 
cops must fire must first be able to communicate civilly with people treat all people with respect and they also must be able to save lives and use the right level of force to gain compliance this is part of their training i recruit and train law enforcement officers i'm not convinced that we can train out bad behavior and bad psychological intent racism power hunger hunger and stupidity we obviously have lots of bad cops in the current police force we have to identify the bad officers and remove them at the same time the black community and others have to engage in the making the community better i used to work in anacostia dc as a community organizer we must get to know our neighbors and engage our youth we can develop opportunities for each other to do better we have to take responsibility for our neighbors and youth who are engaged in destructive behavior rod and karen when is it time to talk about the state of the black community the hispanic community also needs attention as do poor white communities and this is the black out tips this is what black this is that black meeting place ratchet and academy and all so when do we talk about the ways our community can do become the best y'all are my heroes thanks for doing great work um i will say this uh i don't think that there's i think that we talk about the black community and things we can do better a lot actually i don't think anybody talks about it more than black people right um like i was talking to a guy this morning and i and i think we maybe it's just because of systematic conditioning that we just have gone through we fall into this false narrative of like one or the other like we were like you know we were having a conversation about racial profiling and how i told them that that's what's leading to a lot of these kids getting killed like Mm -hmm. a lot of these people die because racial profiling which is based in racism and uh you know and this interactions with the police eventually if you if you're targeted the most you'll have the most negative results whether it's incarceration whether it's death whether it's injury whatever right um and so i was saying like you know because he's a black dude and he was kind of pro racial profiling at one point but he's since so many of these cases have come to light he's really relaxed that stance right but then he kind of was flipping it back well like what are we doing for the community who are we talking to what are we doing and i was like here's the thing i don't mind that discussion but the timing matters mm-hmm. if you bring up that discussion in the middle of us talking about uh riots or talking about um the police injustice and the nine million dollars worth of lawsuits plus fees that um baltimore has paid out because that's how much brutality they've inflicted upon the community and that's with a two hundred thousand dollar limit on how much you can sue them for when we start talking about those things it's not the time to talk about the community it's Mm -hmm. not but that being said i have no issue talking about the community we've done a show on here where um you know like I remember talking one time about um black fatherhood and how mm-hmm. i understand the arguments about incarceration i understand the arguments about um you know a lot of racism and systematic prejudice all this stuff i do understand that but that's not an excuse not to raise your kid correct it's just not you know what i mean like unfortunately society is a certain way and as black people we definitely understand that the game is rigged and if you're gonna play the rig game you do want to have preparation and whatnot the problem is when a black person is quote unquote less than perfect the penalty can't be death right it can't be life in prison it can't be like we like we have to attack the problem from both sides you know i do think the community in general can use work i do think there's a lot of people on the ground doing that work um and to to no avail and with not without getting much credit without getting much publicity because people don't show up you know there's black lives matters rallies 
all the time now all, all the time every weekend every day every yeah. afternoon every lunch break somebody somewhere across the country is doing this and the the funny thing about it is that i guess from my opinion nobody cares about black people issues more than black people and what amazes me is when black people or just people in general criticize black people about caring about their fucking issues but the only time a lot of people even bring this up is when their quote-unquote issues come to life and it's on tv and it's painted or whatever thing this quote-unquote blackness is presented in your face then all of a sudden that boils down to what we talked about before it's no longer an american issue it's no longer how can america help fix these issues how can america help address these things it's black folks how can you fix yourself but the problem is that the problem i have with this is how can a community help fix itself when nobody wants to help the community it's like you fix your problem with no money you fix your problem with no assistance you fix your problem with no inter- infrastructure you fix your problem but we're not going to help you in any way shape form or fashion you fix your problem with years of racism years of slavery years of oppression years of of of, of family members dying you fix this problem we're not going to help you and assist you in any way shape form or fashion and it's also to me it's one of these things also to me is that for my opinion a lot of black people have a tendency to criticize and look down upon other black people because black people have a syndrome of i'm not them niggas over there that's a syndrome it's is i'm not poor i've never been without i've never been on poverty so i can't understand their plight yes i look like you but it does not mean i understand you and that becomes a problem too because at the end of the day you end up having the same symptoms as the white people and just people in our country in general that turns around and tells us that we ain't shit because of the color of our skin yeah, it's and like that's the problem it's like something racist has to happen to them right before they go oh shit that is right because that's why i was telling steve was because you know he was like well you know when you get pulled over you do this and when you talk to police officers you say that and i said okay we agree that you should have some respect for the police we agree that the best thing to do would to be all this shit right whatever i would even agree with some of the quote-unquote respectability shit right like i would agree that uh you shouldn't be doing crimes i mean there's not too many people that's walking around like everybody should be doing crimes right Mm -hmm. these are just false arguments that just mislead the whole discussion so to say uh so even you know in this well-meaning you know response from this guy to to interject the what about the black community is kind of like the what about black on black crime thing Mm -hmm. which like i said has been used as a deflection so much you know i personally understand and can identify with the impetus for wanting to talk about it especially from black people like i said with kendrick lamar people like people are so sensitive about talking about it at this point they're pigeonholing everybody into this respectability politics thing and that's not true some of the people that have been the most influential in my life that have told me how good or how much of a person i can be were people that cared about the community to the level where they would chastise you like that is that is needed as well like i think people have this idea where like any critique of black culture is negative and that's not true like there's a lot of people that are in the culture love the culture from the culture and for the culture that 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 still are able to say like hey boy you need to finish school you know what i mean now that's no fucking excuse for a cop to kill you that's no excuse for you to be incarcerated that like I just want you to do better and be better because I want you to be the best self you can be, period. 
you know it's kind of like how parents love you right and this and this is all relationship stuff a parent might bring up why you didn't do your homework and you know that they mean it for your edification right Mm -hmm. as opposed to you know a person that's like when you're like hey i didn't get lunch today at school and they go why didn't you do your homework you're like those two things have nothing to fucking do with each other no they don't so so that's what i'm saying a lot of it is about the timing of it right so if we we will continue to and we will always have on this show as we have many times talk about things that increase and help the black community i'm sure of it um you know like i said and some of it's not gonna be very popular I, I know my stance on niggas need to just be fathers and, and fuck it or don't have kids it's not that popular because every time that argument comes up most of the time people start going into these well you know statistically this much in prison and this much incarcerated and i'm like that's cool, cool but but you put a life into this world we just gonna end it with that well, oh i didn't know i was black when i had that baby like come on man so so there's some times where it's not gonna be popular to say that shit the thing is i don't give the black father speech while the baltimore riots are happening or when a cop shoots a black dude i don't start talking about well you know black fathers a lot of black people do that and a lot of people do that and that is so disingenuous it is infuriating and i would never tolerate that on our show and i don't tolerate it in my life either right and 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 i and i think for me those are the things that make me highly upset because a lot of times all you're doing is derailing the argument from the point at hand and it's very very frustrating especially if somebody is a very logical and critical thinking person and they're coming and they're trying to have a conversation with you but you want to talk about every fucking thing but the topic at hand because the reality is in our country most people don't want to talk about race they don't want to talk about the infrastructure of america they don't want to talk about racism they don't want to talk about slavery they don't want to talk about these things that are factors when we have these conversations everybody want to fucking forget history everybody want to act like slavery didn't exist everybody want to act like none of that shit matters the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of this shit whenever you start to bring this shit up people go well you know that's not today no it's not today but you still have residuals of this have an effect on these situations today right. and you can't erase that and, that, and that's a lot the part of, that's fucking frustrating yeah because there's a lot of people that are like well why is the community so fucked up and why don't they just fix it like well, well actually i take it back there's a lot of why don't they just fix it that's it fix your community fix the community that's it and it's like do you even know why it's fucked up right and do you know why it continues to be an upward fight uphill fight to fix it this isn't just like immigrants coming to america this is different you know read the the new jim crow like read like do research like one of the things i love about doing this show is i have without really trying and i bet a lot of people even that don't have podcasts do this i've amassed a ton of data on just systematic shit for black people that we have to deal with whether it's through fucking with black people which at this point we could probably do a month worth of fucking with black people stories that we'd never be done right um because i have that many saved but whether it's through that whether it's just through different stories and reading research and you know so that i can know what i'm talking about when i get on the mic like a lot of times we have become experts in this kind of shit without trying to be but i'm thankful for it because you can't fight something you don't know what it is if you don't know what it is and and you're uh, and you start to see the patterns of people that fall into the anecdotal versus the actual right the anecdotal is 
i know a black guy that this or i drive a car and i got pulled over and i'm okay like there's like that's anecdotal but when i say stuff like well you're 21 times more likely to be shot and killed by the police because you're black all of a sudden it's like hold up oh that doesn't make sense you know when, when i'm saying sure the majority of people that are you know possibly like arrested or or, or uh pulled over by the police maybe they, they're white but black people only represent 13 percent of the population and 40 percent of the fucking you know uh harassment hello you're being you're being over policed you know so it's that kind of stuff that i'm glad we had to show for but yeah i don't mind talking about black issues and we i'm sure they'll come up and i'm sure we will talk about them yep but i don't disaster bait on black on black people and black culture Mm-mm. uh despite having college degrees jobs and our own business i don't walk around thinking i'm better than black people and thinking the- i'm better than other niggas because you know we all one fucking thing from being in the same ship as anybody <laughs> that you're judging correct um and then you know lastly i love my people ain't that the truth you know what i mean like i have love for everybody but i love us so i'm not gonna get on the mic and just bash us because that makes me feel better about myself which is what a lot of this stuff is thinly disguised shit is Mm -hmm. where it's like i'm talking shit about black people but it's not from concern it's actually so that i can distance myself from black people and feel better about myself and because in america the closest you get to whiteness the closer you get to whiteness a lot of people consider that to be like a better you're a better more complete person and i just don't believe that i believe no matter what your race is you can be good or bad of a person right that's not like that that has no bearing on the kind of person that you you will be or need to be and just adopting and um and falling into things that we consider stereotypical typical white culture doesn't make you a better person in my opinion that those are just cultural choices so i feel like that's where we stand on that and like i said as 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 it comes up is how we'll address it on the show yeah and before before we move on my my thing is this just because and i think some people mistake this just because we are are black show and we talk about black issues it does not mean that we're not concerned and we don't don't care about other cultures plights and sometimes i think people don't understand that we talk about it as it comes up but you know we are black we see things through a certain lens we are these are the issues that affect us these are the things that we notice but you know a lot of times that's what enables us to talk about other issues that's why we talk i mean i think if if you looked at the things we talk about on this show it's amazing that we're not just talking about race we're talking about gay marriage and marriage equality Come we're talking about trans rights uh trans issues we're talking about um uh feminism mm. we're talking about um you know um with the native americans that walked off the set of um uh uh the adam sandler movie mm-hmm. and and the name that the, and the washington redskins name needs to be changed to something that's not racist right and like there's things we talk about and through the lens of race i think i'm able to see certain things where i'm like huh that's very similar to this thing mm-hmm. but you know uh, i i won't be ashamed of talking about black shit mm-hmm. and I, I don't feel like that makes us any lesser and at the same time i won't be ashamed and i won't be you know run out of talking about other issues as well so you know i, I think we're a versatile show and we talk about things as they come up um but as of right now i mean i don't even know how long this person listened to the show but i mean when the kendrick lamar commentary came up for three four five shows straight i was talking about the idea of wanting a, your community to improve 
while also being like it's under attack from outside sources and how those two doesn't don't necessarily mean that you don't love the community or you believe in respectability politics and all that shit you know so i you know i don't know it's it's depth and it's nuanced there episode 943 denzel oh we had olivia uh film underscore esquire on twitter uh and we had one comment real talk stacy dash is becoming the political news correspondence equivalent of the wwf iron chic someone give this dear sister an anti-equal rights flag to wave around the studio she is amazing man like mm-hmm. learn something every time she get on the show just proof that you do not you do not need to know anything to be the black person on fox you're like just be against everything <laughs> uh denzel is old now are you gonna be okay that was the poll for episode 943 denzel oh yes i'll be fine no i'm devastated and he's not old <laughs> yes i'll be fine 71 percent of our audience is gonna be okay with denzel being old i'm in that group 13 percent says no i'm devastated nina perez is in that group i think she is too and 16 percent says he's not old here's the comments five comments really Terra hawk says let me first say your time photo for the previous apps was amazing thank you for the picture time photo what is he talking about oh the picture denzel oh okay uh silverback server says this picture is awesome ageism is awesome ageism fodder but i will be fine enjoying old denzel like a fine wine capadon capadonna says gasp denzel washington is over 40 question mark exclamation points lord where's my fainting couch on the real he looks like an old man because well that nigga is old he's the same age as my aunt and old people look crazy at times yes the world's coolest old nigga not named obama looked like a dominican gardener at the biggest sporting event since tyson versus holyfield but the fact that this dude showed with a fucks deficit about his outfit tells us all denzel is a true g i've been saying we need a, a old man that don't give a fuck to replace bill cosby because mm-hmm. you know bill cosby's a lot like that like i didn't really care about losing him as a comedian or a show Mm-mm. or as a person that you know hates everything right but denzel you know maybe he could slide into that place of old black man that don't give a fuck because before that bill cosby was just going on people's show and not caring and it's like <laughs> at all damn this nigga really don't care and and now we don't have that anymore i mean we he doesn't give a fuck but about rape so that's different <laughs> completely can't side with him on that Mm-mm. not an adorable interview when you got more bodies than the row houses in baltimore and right. shit. um that old man is such a boss that he showed up to a million dollar prize fight looking like he's got to catch a dodgers game in cheap seats jay-z and beyonce are worth close to a billion dollars they look like they were going to a show at the met denzel looks like he went to his closet sniffed the t-shirt and said fuck it it smells clean denzel has officially reached danny glover status of too old for this shit anthony bryant says denzel reminds me of that wino uncle who comes over the gr- takes over the grill at the family cookout and prince mm-hmm. Laurent says i'm more than fine i'm cooking this has the potential to be one of the best black memes of all time i dare say it may be better than jordan's crying face the best thing about uncle denzel has was his total disregard for the ambiance of the event i wonder if his wife knew he was going to the fight like that man she don't care she's just happy he left the house right <laughs> right I'm like then go ahead and go up there go on to the fight uh 944 could you not 
so we talked about a bunch of people acting stupid and we just wish they wouldn't mm-hmm. cal says the guy who attacked that woman at the protest said something that alarmed me because there was this guy who um saw a black lives matter protest and he was drunk white dude and walking around talking about all lives matter my life matters white lives matter just ridiculous um so he says he said something that alarmed me he said white lives matter my life matters seriously that is the logic of an immature child i swear some white people don't have a rudimentary understanding of how race works in america at all and this is the result of that white people getting offended at black lives matter yeah there's a lot of white people that don't get it man um but america's designed for them not to get it right like imagine if you just imagine if everything was just catered i mean or just imagine your privilege in other areas like it's extremely easy for me to just be uh sexist or homophobic it would be very easy because no one's really gonna check me on it occasionally someone might check me on it but most people would side with me like if all of a sudden on this show we just start talking about that's gay and you're a homo and and saying faggot and shit like that we will lose some listeners but there's also a ton of people that would just defend us off jump like they didn't mean anything by it what's wrong with that why y'all so uptight the pc mafia trying to get them like that's how people feel about race too mm-hmm. you know like if i'm a white dude and i'm i can't i'm like yeah i say nigga on my email when i send it out and said this nigga obama but i said ga what's so bad about that <laughs> i don't understand the problem there's a ton of people that'd be like that's fucked up and here's why and then there's a whole lot more people that will just be like in, including black people all people of all kind of uh well i don't see what the big problem is i mean he said it in a nice way it's not like he was saying g-e-r i mean good grief why y'all so tight the pc mafia trying to get them so yeah I, you know i feel like that's what happens with these guys like why doesn't he have a clue about race he doesn't want to and he doesn't have to it's not yeah. a survival skill we we only know about racial shit because we need to know to survive yeah you die if you don't honestly yeah or be unemployed or live a, mm-hmm. a worse condition life that's the reason most of us know the other shit is shit you want to know right like i don't necessarily need to know anything about marriage equality it doesn't help or hurt me uh on a personal level as far as like financially and any of this shit to know or not know that stuff i want to know i do care you know what i mean like one of the things i used to say was um along uh, when we started the show was i don't care who you fuck man just fuck just do what you want to do it ain't my business uh, uh you know why is everybody feeling so you know judgmental about that shit and that was my argument for marriage equality now that's a lot of people's argument for marriage equality at this point that's no longer my argument for marriage equality i think if you can't get married and you're considered adult then that's wrong and it's a violation of your civil rights period you know what i mean so that's a difference that i wanted to have it took a while to get there you know what i mean everybody doesn't start at the place they want to be but it took a while for me to understand like yeah because i hope people are like that feel like that about the shit i care about you know i hope people aren't going i mean it's not that i'm against the cops killing black people i just think you know the, the, the cops need to stop killing as many people period no 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 Mm -mm. that's that's not really the Mm -mm. point that people are making Mm -mm. i mean you'll do you know what i'm saying (laughs) like Mm -hmm. but i'll pick you out like an orange with a bruise on it like you'll do you'll do but you're not a shining example of what i really want to have on my side right Right. and i feel like that's how people need to be and yeah for this particular guy 
he's a guy that's probably been coddled his whole life he probably never really had to deal with anyone outside of his race that he didn't have in a subservient position or a compromise position where they didn't feel like keeping it real or whatever and he hasn't had any empathy for those people Mm -mm. and then he sees the black lives matter march and runs out and feels insulted that you know that he personally isn't being catered to because for some at one point in his life now he's not long not the focus and center of attention and it all has to go back to him right you know so fuck him and fuck people like that correct also on the subject of grown women having sex with kids chris brown said he lost his virginity to some teenage girls when he was eight years old and almost nobody said anything about that oh and he did grow into a fucked up adult so yeah i mean it's anecdotal but i know what you're saying Mm -hmm. society definitely looks at that stuff differently yes they do should female teachers who have sex with male students be penalized as harshly as male teachers yes it's just as bad or no it's it's not as bad 91 percent of our by the way a lot of people voted in this poll 91 percent of the people say yeah it is just as bad Mm -hmm. and nine percent said no it's not uh it's not as bad let's see what the comments are your girl says i was the hot in the ass teenager who dated men as a rule looking back i wish the adults in my life cared enough to sit me down and explain to me that i wasn't getting the better end of the deal being used for an adult's pleasure i thought it was what i wanted then but i realized now i was being exploited i would not do that as an adult to any boy and i think those women are sick and need to be treated just like predatory male offenders right because it's the same thing the same tactics right now maybe you feel we're too harsh as a society on sexual offenders in general i could see an argument for that but i wouldn't say that that means women should be somehow punished less than men i don't understand what the right difference is that for that i understand that it, you know the hack joke version of it that everybody likes to make but just because you can make a joke out of something doesn't mean it's it's okay uh cavadonna says despite what van helen's hot for teacher the graduate and proliferation of cougar porn a grown female teacher trying to hook up with a teenage boy is a rapist we snicker about it but like you said it's a double standard if i were if it were a gay dude hooking up with his students even if those kids were willing we throw that dude under the jail exactly my point Mm -hmm. i know we love watching lisa ann hooking up with some 18 year old stud on x2 but that's fantasy the reality whether uh it's a 35 year old woman bangs a 15 year old boy she's completely screwed that kid up for life yes she has yeah silverback server says yo when cabadonna just said with the proliferation of cougar porn i imagine him in a suit righteously speaking to congress your girl your girl mad respect for your above comment your message could save a lot of young women heartache hashtag tvgwt is the greatest all right writer chick four says when my son was in high school i had to go up to his school for a parent meeting he was the class clown i approached the staff member and asked her where the principal was she directed me to the principal's office as i turned away she described the principal in front of other students including my son who was with me as being tall and sexy like her um i stopped dead in my tracks turned around looked at her say excuse me and my bitch did you just describe yourself and the principal of the school as sexy in front of these children uh voice she immediately corrected herself and instead of describing the principal as tall and sexy she described what she was wearing instead this is the kind of foolishness that these young men had to deal with from adults quote unquote that work at the schools i know that they have heard people being described as sexy before and yes the principal was a very good looking woman but i feel there's a line with teachers and students and the staff and members at my school son's uh son's school crossed it i i agree i do too yep 
because you should have described on what she had because that was important yeah i mean not just that but like a lot of this stuff i really think oh well if you i haven't done the research but i'm sure somebody could i bet if you look at a lot of this shit it's because we underpay teachers then we made a ton of teaching jobs those go to school will pay for it and then you come out and you'll be a teacher mm-hmm. which kind of reduces the not just the age of the teachers and the experience of the teachers because you don't have to be you don't have to get a teaching degree for a lot of these programs right so you don't really even know how to teach a class Mm-mm. um but also it reduces the just will of the person that does teaching like it used to be a profession for people that wanted to do it like mm-hmm. i want to be a teacher mm-hmm. for a profession right and and then you know i can get i can make enough money uh and at some point you know get work my way up to a point where i'm taken care of i have tenure i don't have to worry about a job i'm only working half the year you know stuff positive things right Mm -hmm. for people that want to help children and be in children's lives but then i think we crossed a threshold where it was like because of the demonization of the teachers union and school systems in Mm -hmm. every single district just about not to mention you know just how conservative people treat it you know even these ideas of charter schools are more about how do we keep kids away how do we not improve public schools but keep kids out of it you know like that's the only way to do it correct so like we've given up on making public schools any better so at some point yeah it's going to become a cesspool morally um because you just have people of low moral character taking these jobs at this point Mm -hmm. you have people that don't have a desire to be a teacher that don't really Mm -hmm. have a reverence for the position or for the work you know don't care nothing about your children right so you know at some point you are going to get into a situation where it's like teachers don't care anymore Mm -mm. you know and i think it's cute when you hear these stories about oh a horny young man got some got on some teacher pussy oh oh man it's so cute but when you hear stuff like you know a teacher touched somebody when they were fucking 10 years old 12 13 when you when you're hearing about you know um yeah um you know the the fact that you know uh people are going to jail for this shit now and uh some of the some of the long-term psychological effects of the of the victims on it yeah man i I feel like people aren't taking it seriously you know ray says uh i am a male who was sexually molested as a child by my female teacher i was really young like under the age of 10 wow not only did no one believe me when i told i stayed in her class for the rest of the year I thought it was I was fine until I became an adult and started having emotional issues, and it was because those repressed memories uh, started to surface and traumatize me. I had no one to talk to, and therapy was out of the question because at the time I believed in that bullshit that men who go to therapy are weak and can't handle themselves. It led to two suicide attempts. Luckily, I found a confidant in my girlfriend who convinced me to get help. So whomever thinks that women sexually assaulted men, boys has no effect, can kiss the fattest and blackest part of my ass. Right, because it affects you, period. Male or female, transsexual, transgendered, LGBTQ. It affects you because you're a human being. Right. Terrell Shorter says, I think it should be a sliding scale if she is super hot to doable. See, that's the thing I'm talking about. Like, it's just, and, and like, I know you think it's funny, but it's so fucking hack at this point. It's not even funny to me. Like, it was a time when this shit was funny. It was like, oh, I bet. But now it's like, I've heard that joke a billion times. I'm just like, okay. You have some jokes about, I don't know, fat people next? Or white people do this, black people do that. Can you do some of those? Um, not that much time, however, she can be trusted to teach kids again. If she is from the treasure troll, 
to nigga hell no max time and once she gets out comes close to a desk a piece of chalk or chalkboard she should be wired to burst into flames ha 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 terrell you're great you're hilarious the tickler says in all honesty i do believe it's as bad if a female teacher is cute enough that boy will be the man among his crew then when the news comes out especially if he's the first one in the crew to get some pussy shit superstar status son my opinions on the impact of to the victim aside the facts are simple people who do the same crime should get the same time in the story yeah that's the thing that a lot of people try to uh to roll out there but that's a very awkward stage in a lot of people's lives and all those kids aren't the same like it's not just a bunch of high fives i got some pussy i'm the man i just think that that's a lot of you guys lionize your high school and awkward teenage years because some for some of y'all was the best time of your lives right um but um it's still a time where you can be taken advantage of it's still a time that can have long-lasting effects on your Mm um on your life you know and for a lot of those children they pull away socially like you know people act like you just go and brag with your friends but most people who have sex at a very very early age honestly y'all they don't brag with their friends the people that i act that time i'm getting pussy i'm getting dick a lot of times i've and honestly i'm grown a lot of those people ain't fucking the people that's actually really fucking you don't know you just don't know because they keep that to themselves because a lot of the shame is attached with it right and also you know if you're um you know if you're a parent of one of these kids you're gonna oh oh, i guess it's nothing nothing to talk about here my kid's fine right yeah nothing happened what, what are we worried about well not don't even press charges just keep fucking my kid it's all it's completely okay with me fuck out of here um episode 945 fuck this court um uh, we talked about cinco de mayo and the best court brief of all time mm-hmm. silverback surfer says in the case of the teenager killing himself over having his playstation internet taken away i imagine him shouting mom if you die in the game you die in real life also karen's won't be fooled again as ringtone worthy (laughs) and the poll was is it wrong to out someone's sexuality just because they are voting against gay rights as a politician because there was a politician what was his name randy boning baining uh who was um on gay websites and and gay and tinder no grinder uh and you know out i guess you know a a in the closet gay person but he was actively voting against the um against a law that would make it illegal to discriminate against people based on their sexual preference or orientation and uh it, it was extremely hypocritical uh but he says oh no i did it because the language wasn't clear enough and some other excuses and someone outed him because they knew him from grinder and they were like mm, this dude gay mm-hmm. so is it wrong to out someone's sexuality just because they're voting against gay rights as a politician yes it's wrong 41 percent of our audience that's a lot of people and no it's okay about 60 percent uh let's see silverback service says let's say it together don't be a bigot also i believe this may be more proof to the belief that those who chastise others for their sexual preference want to or actually do participate in the same circles yeah i i'm not a big fan of that because um one i don't think it's true i think there's a ton of people who hate gay people that don't want to be gay at all and they just hate them yeah i agree and i think that while it's true in some cases Mm -hmm. in many many more cases the vast majority of cases just statistically 
it's just people that hate gay people mm-hmm. you know so i you know i don't think it's necessarily an envy or anything i just but yeah he could be one of the cases where it's you know it is the opposite prince Laurent says i wouldn't be bothered by the outing even if the baning if the baning was doing everything in the favor of gay rights i thought that we decided that nothing in the politician's personal life is off limits this wasn't some type of political inquisition he just got sloppy sending dick pics the man that came forward had his own motive for outing baning but what if he was just mad at being messy i also had to disagree with silverback servant a lot of it is just pure hate the that belief makes it seem like all homophobia is just self-hate and that straight people are not the part of the problem yeah i agree but i don't necessarily agree with the first part i do think there's some parts of a private of a politician life that are private mm-hmm. yeah everything about them isn't public yeah not everything they do is public Mm-mm. so i mean we don't know what kind of porn president obama watches oh, right there's certain shit that we've decided like yeah that's private and that's not our business um uh, and i think if you choose not to put your sexual preference out there in the public no one should be able to just come in and put it out there for you if you're just living your life not trying to hurt anybody right like right you know so i i personally think that you know i'm i'm bothered by the act of outing someone but not not in every case and i think in this case i'm not bothered by it olivia says this dude out of himself he didn't see nothing wrong with the little dick on grinder <laughs> no he didn't coupled up with a little bit of dick in the state house that's an outable offense yeah i hear you olivia like i'm i'm more on the side of he this guy i don't care about but in general i would care so i don't know maybe that's you know i think people understand what i'm saying terrell shorter says you have to out you have to out him on gp he is a republican so they always have the infinite super mario star on nothing you do will phase these people and the media will cover for them as well that's true notice how no one is asking him to resign remember anthony weiner they made that nigga resign the shit out of his house seat while mr my bad for photo boner gets a pass that's true that is true mm-hmm. they do rally around nobody rallies around circles the wagons like republicans sterling says it is wrong but sometimes you just gotta be petty for the greater good agreed <laughs> um and lastly we had daenerys johansson um well we had nick jew on and we reviewed game of thrones mm-hmm. and then her connections start acting up emil says hey karen and rod just a couple quick comments on the episode when melisandre ended her conversation with Jon snow and was walking out she said you know nothing Jon snow which was egret's favorite expression with Jon snow oh that's true mm-hmm. she did used to say that a lot i miss mm-hmm. that every time he said something stupid egret would hit him with the you know nothing Jon snow if you look carefully when Mel- melisandre said that to him he looked startled i think that implies she probably saw visions of his past maybe maybe because she's crazy she is crazy knowing her she probably ate the corpse or some shit right you probably go to the grave and the body ain't there no more or some mm-hmm. shit number two when stannis told shireen the story he basically was saying the doll that he bought from the dornish trader gave her the grayscale anyway thanks for another great week of shows emil all right pick didn't pick up on that uh marcus says love the show especially them thrones just wanted to bring up the comedy that was bronze aliases cooper and darnell he used for himself and jamie when the dorn dudes rolled up uh on them on the beach basically the implication is that dorn is the chocolate city of westeros and they knew that vanilla added uh had better come back with some black sounding names oh asses okay better come back with some black sounding names 
before their covers were blown and laugh my ass off i laugh my ass off so yeah it's like cooper and darnell cooper and is that a black name but uh yeah i i don't know that i don't know that that applies to game of thrones because all the names are black as shit all of them sound like they ought to be on somebody's college football team yeah like tell me which of those dudes names wouldn't seem just perfectly at home in the motherfucking ncaa tournament right right if somebody told you from the u donnell right i mean even Bron, lebron james Bron, same shit <laughs> right uh that's all that's that's it that's all kill the great work all hell queen karen khaleesi pod born mother of ratchet breaker of foot off in asses that rob guy is cool too thanks Marcus. <laughs> prince of king says i'm finally glad the world is caught up on game of thrones now i don't have to hold my tongue anymore great episode from you guys i wonder what charles xavier stark is doing side note yeah i, I brought that up and then someone told me that um brand and his crew ain't even gonna be in this season which i didn't want to know right but people just can't fucking help themselves on twitter man i'm, I'm legit gonna turn my mentions off when i live tweet shit because i don't want to know and yeah me, way too many people like i read seven articles i could have read those articles guys mm-hmm. i avoid them on purpose i like being surprised by shit on the show man uh side note don't call your one-year-old sibling young slavey my mom wasn't too excited about that nickname. Oh man. You call your little kid man, come on, man. Can we call kids young slavey, man? What are you doing out here, man? Of course she was not amused by that. Nobody should be amused by that. That's horrible. Some of the show is show stuff. Do you believe the Nicki Minaj groupie tale? Yes, it seems realistic. No, it seems fake. That was the one where the girls disgusted with her fake ass and ran out. 26 percent of our audience thinks it was it was real and 74 percent think it was fake i'm i agree that it's probably fake mm-hmm. to real shorter says since when a girl like that is banging an average guy oh did you even listen to the story she was trying to fuck another woman so you gotta pay attention to the group of tales come on to <laughs> shouldn't even read the rest of this response half her songs that make guys mad this broke ass niggas but like the one who posted this just like the one who posted this you could have submitted Nicki Minaj with ScarJo or JLo, and it would have still not passed the smell test. This nigga. Yeah, it was another woman that she had the group tell with. All right, man. Let's get voicemails. We got quite a few this week. Let's see what's up with that one. Uh, hey, Rod and Karen. This is uh, Tara Hawk. Uh, thank you so much for playing my message because I thought my message was, like, really out of place and and, and was just all over the place. So this is going to be the last voicemail. I'm leaving you guys for a couple of months just to make sure that it sounds a lot better and it doesn't waste a lot of y'all time. Um, so for the first thing, I want to thank Karen for talking about what's happening in Baltimore. You know, I'm from South America, Guyana, you know, the place of giant spiders and when Jim Jones brought people down to kill everybody with Kool-Aid. I'm from that country, technically a third world country. And uh, and let me tell you, for all the people who who are from Guyana, who come to America, yo, African-Americans, you guys have been plenty nice, plenty nice to, to just the racism and the situations that have happened here in America. Like, I'm impressed. I mean, the last time we saw 
like a revolution happened in another country, that leader got like what a gun or a stick stuck up their ass. I think it was Egypt. I forgot, oh. I forgot the guy's name, but he had like something stuck up his ass, and and he died. And and you guys are dealing with what happens in Baltimore, and just the way the news acts, and and the way like the that you have to go back and forth. With like just the entire country, I am so impressed that African Americans haven't burned more shit down in America, because you because even though everybody tells you that MLK, you know you should protest like MLK, that there was a whole week of that and nobody cared about that, everybody ignored it by burning down one CVS. Not only did every news station come down, but by the end of the week, like, I'm hearing that, and this is Sunday, I'm making this phone call, uh, the the National Guard got pulled out, the, the police officers that did, that did the crime got uh, charged for the crime. But burning, after burning down one CBS, like, the lesson I learned is... Uh, if black people get mad, you gotta burn something down for to get some change happening. I just want to say, hey, I'm I'm fundamentally impressed by African Americans because you guys really avoid getting mad at just the entire country. I love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. Peace. Peace. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I do think that African Americans are um, exceptional people, man. Uh, the other thing is we're only 13% of this population. We couldn't burn this motherfucker down. Like, we killed the shit out of us, dog. They already got <laughs> half of us locked up. Like, ain't that the truth? We'd be dead within like two, three days, tops. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't get mad when people talk about the, um, like the walking dead and the strain. They'd be like, ain't no black folks. It was like, uh, yeah, most of us would probably die mm-hmm. because we're not as large as percent of the population. Some of us would survive, but it would be very few of us yeah i just hope that wasn't low-key shade like y'all so nice bless y'all heart because you know <laughs> you know y'all y'all would be nice too if y'all niggas wasn't the majority wherever y'all at too you know um it's not like y'all overthrew uh who was that y'all had did y'all overthrow what Gaddafi or somebody and stuck that shit up his ass whoever y'all overthrew it's not like y'all would have just overthrew this nigga day one it took y'all a long ass time and some intervention and some help from us you know that's what we need like another power on the globe to just see this shit like china just to see this shit and be like man let's 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 arm and free these black people that that's what mm-hmm. that that's when you know shit will get crazy right. and they were like what you gonna do y'all owe us bitch they yeah. would come in like uh olena because mm-hmm. you know we owe them we owe them a lot of money so they they would come in and just be like no what you gonna do i mm-hmm. pay for everything i own everything all right next voicemail he called back uh, hey, Rodden Karen, this is Tara Hawk again. Let me just first say I am super drunk right now. Uh, we have been... Ma- okay, let me stop right there. Should I play this message, Karen? Uh, he called in drunk. You think he's going to say something? Because I feel like when you preface it with that, you're going to say something problematic, and then I have to be like, why the fuck did I play that? Or do you think I should finish it because he had a, a okay message right before this? Uh, completely updated. It's ten minutes later. It's ten minutes later than the last message. I'm leaving it up to you, Cam. What do you think? I say go for it, but if it's problematic, we have the right to stop it. All right. Okay. 
Uh, hey, Rod and Karen, this is Tara Hawk again. Let me just first say I am super drunk right now. Uh, we have been mixing Firefly sweet tea. I don't know if you guys know what Firefly is, the liquor company, with uh, Fireball Whiskey. And we just saw Avengers 2 again. And uh, just letting you know, I'm super drunk. We both, me and my girlfriend, we both believe that Black Widow has superpowers. She's not normal. She's not a normal person. She has never throughout this entire movie of Age of Ultron not look fabulous throughout the whole, the whole movie. Her hair has never been messed up. Her body has never had any damage on it. We saw her fight like robots, and her arm hasn't ruptured or nothing. We're just impressed. Listen, if this sounds way too drunk, just cut this off. Uh, you guys have a great day because uh, when we get home, we're going straight to bed. We are so drunk right now. Talk to you later, Rod. We love you. Talk to you later, Karen. We love you too. Bye-bye. Hope they made it home. Say somebody check his Twitter. Me too. I hope you took the subway, baby. Yeah, I hope you weren't driving. Um, and uh, I wouldn't. I mean, I think everybody in movies has fucking superpowers. I think the the crew from fucking Fast and Furious has superpowers at this point. Like, <laughs> movie, I know they're doing Fast and Furious. It's like movie cameras give you superpowers. It doesn't even make sense. Like, uh, everybody on screen has superpowers because you'd be fucking dead in any of these situations. If any of these happen to a normal person, you'd be dead. And there's no amount of like spy training that can <laughs> fucking make you be able to do all the shit they do and not get like multiple concussion syndrome and ptsd i and, would love to be able to do that shit yeah so you know even when even iron man like it all of it's ridiculous guys all of it, it like when iron man gets hit by the hulk essentially he's there's no cushion and padding inside that fucking suit <laughs> no it's not he should be like jello inside of that like he should <laughs> the suit should get up and then robert downey jr should ooze out of the suit <laughs> right you know so i, I, I would not yeah no don't get too caught up in thinking about that shit. Next voicemail. Rod, Karen, what's good? This is Tommy Leakes calling. Uh, about the Denzel's old episode. So you have the brother talking about uh, getting, about the forms to get you off the of child support. I mean, it is true that there are certain forms that can be filled out to get you off a child support. And um, I think where the brother messed up is, you know, I deal with a lot of brothers who uh, are in this field of uh, helping people out. And uh, I think what the brother failed to say was the fact that what's going on is Are you on the highway? Circumstances that threat the rest mm-hmm. coercion. Um, by the standards of even the actual legal definitions of uh, child support and other such um, things that the state is into with collections of taxes and monies. Um, by legal definitions, standards, uh, there are such loopholes. But the lawyers do not really go into this because the lawyers are actually agents of the state. 
you know, under contract in their offices of the court. So most lawyers don't like to go against the court in these types of situations. These are the type of situations that you have to handle on your own as a uh, knowledgeable person. And the other thing is I, f I think the brother failed to explain that, you know, I don't believe that he was trying to say do not take care of your children or do not pay child support. I believe what he was trying to say was, um, you know, you should be responsible enough to be able to take care of your kid on your own, even without the, uh, the threatened coercion of the state threatening you by certain means and actions to make these type of payments to your kids. A man should be a man, a man should stand up on his own. He should be standing and pulling, pulling himself up by his own straps and taking care of his children and his family by whatever means necessary. Um, I think I kind of understand where I'm coming with this. And if not, you know, forgive me. But, uh, this is the type of situation that's a basic, that's, 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 this situation we don't really want to go too far into it. But, uh, that's my miss. Uh, been listening to the show for about four years. Uh, you got a good one, and take it easy. Um, if anybody wishes to, seems like about anything I was saying, to respond, uh, love show, and, uh, Keep up the good work. Now, maybe if you were white and a lawyer, I would listen to that. But you're not, obviously. Um, also, really? You called us from the center of the highway? Like, I don't trust anybody whose law office is in the middle of 77 i'm just saying i understand the lawyers are agents of the state and agents of shield and all that shit but um i don't trust anybody trying to charge me 200 dollars through fucking facebook direct message direct message for anything for anything open up an office uh get some motherfucking some some business card something and then to have the person that co-signs it sound like they were calling from the bus terminal is not good dog i appreciate you listening to the show but you have not aided this person in that argument at all if anything you have weakened that person's argument even worse all right and i understand child support is very difficult for some people to pay uh, like dame dash and sean kemp and and whatnot but uh i'm telling you dog i cannot get with you and the mass transit or whatever it is that you're involved in man i that 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 sounded that you gotta get somewhere quiet to call at least so it sounds professional i don't know bro i wasn't feeling it karen nothing nothing to say mm -mm. all right <laughs> Hi, Rod. Hi, Karen. As usual, you guys are amazing, and I love what you do. Um, always been a fan. And what got me on um, Sunday's podcast is that Adrian dude. So I know you was messing with him, and that's fine. I get what you were doing. 
But what pisses me off, because I'm a family law attorney in the in the D.C. area, and what pisses me off is when people think that they shouldn't have to take care of their children. He may say that he don't want to use child support like that, but that's essentially usually what it is. Now, I've worked for both men and women, so I know that there are women who use it to get back at the man, and there are men who generally just don't think they should have to pay for their children. But either way, the idea that there's a dude out there with some sort of form that he can get you off child support is complete and utter BS. I hope none of your listeners believe any of that because you will possibly end up in jail. You will possibly have not have a license. Your tax return will get taken. Your job will be affected. Your credit rating will go down. Just not kidding. that black people usually have great credit to begin with, but still. So I just hope that for your sake, I just had to give a, a public service announcement for your listeners just in case they were not hip to the scam that this dude is running. There is no such form. Court is the only way you will get child support solved. There is no such form. Other than that, this is Susan. Love you guys. Take care of your kids. Sure, Susan. Sure, Susan. (laughs) If that is your real name. Right. Or should I say agent of the state? (laughs) Susan. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course you would, you know, feel that way. Why why would you? Did your lawyer radar go off? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what made you call in? Keep me down. Is that what you're trying to do? Trying to, trying to keep me down out here, the black brother? trying to make a living and take care of my kids and not taking care of my kids i mean just because you know all the laws right oh so because you took the bar exam and got degrees i'm supposed to take your advice over a dude that called me from the middle of a traffic jam i don't think so you're not fooling nobody susan you need to go back and and try again Matter of fact, where was your ambient noise? I didn't hear no outside sounds or the street cameras or mm-hmm. none of that shit. Trying to keep it away from us. We know you got that form, girl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in the draft email. Don't play. Where the secret forms at? I know they on this website. Mm-hmm. That the government keeps them. You better get them secret forms and get them back out here. Because that's the only people I believe. People that got this in the background. Yeah walking down the side of the highway now you just need to fill out form 380 and hold on watch out for that watch out for that pinto watch out for that pinto all right fill out form 380 uh now that's 200 dollars in cash you're getting too close to the side of the road back up by the way i kept talking to that dude uh via facebook message and i, I talked him down to 150 ah, i tried to get him to ah. 125 but he wasn't feeling me so i you know it is what it is dog you know uh that was his lowest rate yeah that was the lowest rate uh i think i sent him a picture of uh denzel washington that said come on man hook me up 110 dollars and he said 150 and i said too steep for my blood he said lol one payment of 150 will save you over eight thousand dollars a year and i said i don't know man maybe i maybe after i get back from vegas and that was the last time we talked hope you have a good time with your trip to vegas mm-hmm Maybe we should, maybe we should do all the shows with this in the background. Yeah, man, I would like to give you some legal advice, brother. Now see, the first thing you need to do 
is fill out a writ of habeas corpus okay brother now that's your right to a fair trial you know what i'm saying speedy and fair trial yeah, hold on hold on hold on that was hold on here come a mac truck hold on all right uh yeah now like i was saying brother uh let me hold on let me step i'm at the bus stop right now hold on here come my baby mama hold on i gotta go it's my baby mama coming and uh shit i ain't even supposed to be out here bro I'm gonna form. I'm gonna <laughs> the government just gonna let a form stop you from taking care of your kids. You can't even escape child support in prison. Strong people. Last voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Jada. Um, I was just calling to comment about the um, female teachers uh, seducing the male students. Um, yeah, um, I'm a Christian, and that is something that I do have a problem with in the church, that even within the church, you know, you preach about abstinence and um, resisting, you know, not doing fornication. But, I mean, even, like, from leaders of the church, you know, I'll hear about them giving, like, their daughters, uh, whatever they call it, like, um, a promise ring or something as far as, like, you know, keeping herself pure or whatever before marriage. But I never hear any of those stories about preachers and their sons or anybody and their sons in the church for that matter. Um, so there is definitely a double standard of how can you um, expect girls to stay pure, but it's acceptable if your son is not. I mean, he's got to be sleeping with somebody. You know, it just kind of seems like... Uh, you want your son to sell his wild oats just, you know, don't know about this on their wild oats with my daughter. So it's, just, it's definitely just, just backwards and just stupid thinking. Um, I mean, my dad, I mean, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure, like, if we had, you know, my brother who stayed with us while we were growing up, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there would definitely be some double standards going on. I mean, my dad always had this saying of, um, Girls bring their problems home, mm-hmm. <laughs> so meaning like you know a guy can go out there and I guess and be promiscuous, but um, a girl is the one who if something happens, she's gonna be pre- she's gonna you know bring the baby home, I guess, mm-hmm. which is also mm-hmm. a backwards way of thinking because I think also too that leads to why you have so many so many babies without fathers because in society it's it's not um, it's deemed as like acceptable. For a guy to just um, leave from the situation and decide not to be there, you know, for the kid. But, you know, God forbid right that form. a mother is irresponsible <sighs> or whatever, you know, and she seemed as the worst person in the world. Um, so, yeah, so that's I feel like that's the double standard. And so I feel like if we're going to teach um, uh, just a society in general, but, I mean, also definitely the church, if we're going to teach about abstaining and saying period, like that should be across the board because, it doesn't make any sense if you're teaching, oh, you know, getting in, son, you know, whatever, then, of course, if he's getting in with somebody, then, you know, some girl, whoever, is not um, abstaining and saying peer or whatever. So I just feel like if you taught it to everybody or emphasize it on both ends, if that's your ultimate goal of people, you know, not having sex before marriage, whether you're religious or not, then, I mean, to me, that would, you know, that would make more sense to teach it that way. But unfortunately, um, it's not. But definitely for the little boys, I feel like their virginity is, yeah, it's just as precious. And they're just as much of a victim because they're too young to really 
understand how they're being manipulated and, you know, why that relationship with a, a female is not okay. I mean, even, I, I hate, I mean, I really don't like Adam Sandler movies. I think they're stupid at this point. But there's even an Adam Sandler movie, I don't know if you ever got seen it, that's called um, That's My Son or That's My Dad or something. And the movie starts off with this boy cannot be more than, like, 12 years old, and he sleeps with his teacher, and she gets pregnant, and that's what the whole movie is about, that, like, this guy has to grow up with this really immature dad because he's only, like, 12 years older than him, played by Adam Sandler. So it's just, like, it's a comedy, but it's, like, it's still, you know, perpetuating this idea that it's okay. So it's just it's just ridiculous. But, all right, love the show, guys. Bye. Uh, thank you, Jada. Peace. Yeah, that's pretty much how we feel. You know, can't even, uh, yeah, that's it. Just, I think it's funny how people view that stuff through those lenses where little boys obviously not innocent or need to, need to have sex. Uh, even the way, even the term you use, and I think you use it, um, either, you know, just kind of not thinking about it, but we all use it, seduce. Mm-hmm. like you seduce a little you seduce a boy you rape or molest a girl right but you seduce a boy mm-hmm. you know meanwhile there's plenty of consensual uh consensual statutory rape going on between both genders but it's you know it, we, we, our society only views women as victims because their sexuality is something that is a commodity and something to be taken from them you know uh all right we got emails so we'll get to those of course uh we do have some um uh the phone lines are open 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 uh let's get to these emails uh kayla writes in episode 942 hey karen and rod great discussion around black feminists most black women that i meet don't label themselves feminists I think the challenge is that black culture, namely black men and older generations, has not been completely on board with feminism and often associates the term with white women. Well, shit, I'd say even white men not on board. Are any men in any culture uh, on board with feminism, really? Yeah, look at other parts of the world. All right, it's all taking power from white men as far as white dudes concerned. In the last week, I've had at least three conversations with black men about my black feminism, and most of them responded with either disinterest or saying the white man would love to hear what I'm saying. Wow, what punks. But then I reiterate that I'm talking about black feminism, something different from traditional feminism, which often excludes black women for many of the reasons that you and Karen have discussed. I still get no love, but I also don't really uh, get any real responses or answers. I find black men's lack of investment in the subject disappointing. And I shared the episode, I shared the episode for Monday with so many people because I basically think that Rod's perspective is a great example of black male feminism. Well, super, uh, future super villain, I guess I can call myself one now. Okay. According to your weird rules. I mostly certainly confirm my black feminism on a ba- daily basis and regularly enrage black women. I mean, engage, enrage, ha, engage <laughs> black women who don't because similar to karen these women often identify with the traits and beliefs of black feminism and just don't want the label but they're okay with being a with a pro-black black nationalist label well i'd say karen's not okay with those labels either uh am i speaking out of turn to say that karen you're correct 
okay you're okay with a black label and not a feminist label uh some part of me feels like black culture and its patriarchal viewpoints have minimized the importance of feminism to both black women and men thanks for being awesome kayla thanks kayla and uh yeah i agree with you i think uh i mean for some of this i agree with you uh, i do think that uh there's no group of men that's on board with feminism in general nope not the majority of men most majority of men opt out and a lot of uh dudes even if they care a lot of times they don't speak up and because in their mind they feel like that's something that doesn't involve them that's something that doesn't directly affect them even though they agree with the causes and the things that you do and also it's the issue on both sides because you have a lot of women in feminism that tell dudes to just come and just shut the fuck up but their opinion matters too because you know it's one of those things where people outside of the group have to got to speak up for other people to even care about the issue and just because a male speaks out doesn't mean he doesn't care doesn't mean he doesn't have empathy and sympathy it doesn't mean that he doesn't understand but you have some women who have like any group of people have egos that feel like ain't no man gonna come in here and tell us quote unquote what to do on things that affect us and a lot of these men are not doing this they just want to help and assist but you do have assholes that will come in there and try to do that which is which i'm pretty sure a lot of women have dealt with in these groups where they feel like okay it's cool then no 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 you can't come in here just running a shit you know we're supposed to be doing this together and it's one of those things where you have to have a have a balance to both you have to have a balance to the women allowing men to be a part of the group and you also have to allow men to know that every situation that comes in you just can't come in and run shit and leave shit all the time and it's a time and a place for everything yeah um i agree i think also just the label that people are running from uh, i don't think they're just running from the label they're running from any fight that they might have but they don't realize they're already in a fight and i think a lot of people need to come to grips with that before they recognize it you know i've been wa- reading this uh comic book bitch planet and at the end of bitch planet they have ess- essays from different women that are feminist and about different topics you know and they've all really been enlightening and i've never really you know read a lot um of feminist literature just because one i I have i hate reading i hate books i'm not a big fan of but i'll read like an article or a think piece or some shit before i read a book normally because books are much longer of a uh commitment as far as i'm concerned Mm -hmm. but um yeah the more i read the more i'm like shit i believe all this like what the fuck like that was that there was the problem you know what i mean so and and I, and I will say this for black men i think they hold on to patriarchy harder than other races of men because it's all they think they have correct it's like the only respect the only manliness that you think you have is having a woman that's subservient to you even the despite the fact that the there's really no reason to try to hold on to that because it's an illusion like at this point black women out earn us uh many of us are incarcerated at a higher rate many of us are not high as highly educated um and if you really about black unity then you won't be about holding black women down so that you can feel like you're somebody right you'll be about lifting them up lifting yourself up and joining them in a partnership because that's really the only way that you can have a a, a actual relationship with somebody nobody wants to be in a relationship with a person that is constantly telling them what they better not do and how to pull them down and that's any relationship but i'm just specifically talking about the black men who are anti 
feminism and anti-black women those people are definitely um you know i i don't understand why a sister would even want to be with them because they they just want to suck you down right and they feel like your your, your presence and you just being you challenge their goddamn manhood and you, what kind of yeah. fucking logic is that yeah it's, that that's insecurity and weakness it's like the people that flock to floyd mayweather jr and go well he's an outspoken black man that's why they're trying to take him down because he's rich and you're like or, or it could just be that you know he beats women and it's okay right. to talk about it <clears throat> anyway feedback show this is from mary h hi rod and karen my email is about your feedback show number four nine forty two specifically the part where you and karen discuss the label feminist and whether you would call yourselves that the discussion between you two modeled a couple of things for me really well one how to have a discussion where there's some disagreement or confusion with your spouse you two were respectful but questioned and pushed each other and most of all kept a sense of humor i will try to keep this in mind next time my husband tries to talk to me about reverse racism (laughs) ah good luck mary uh number two i love hearing karen's process and rethinking a stance on something i can't i can get stuck in holding my ground or not wanting to sound flip floppy or just identifying the subject because i've always identified that way but it's natural and mature to grow in our views as we get more information or change Mm -hmm. i enjoy listening to her wrestle with this what do you think about that karen i I agree because the the thing about me is that nobody people put themselves in boxes and other people put them in box put put them in boxes and the thing about our thought process and evolving and using critical thinking skills it's okay to be challenged and being challenged doesn't mean you're dumb being challenged doesn't mean you're stupid being challenged doesn't mean you're flip floppy when you're challenged about something you have new information you you you've been enlightening on things you know your thought process can change you can mature and i think that there's nothing wrong with with you evolving as a person and changing as a person no matter how old you get and a lot of times i think a lot when it comes to these things people get stuck with this is the way i've always done it i don't want to change fuck you yeah i know you gave me more information but i don't care and i try my best not to go there i try my best to be to listen to people and that's the thing people don't listen so a lot of times people will give you information to enlighten you but because people are closed-hearted closed-minded and just don't want to hear shit outside of the the norm or what they're comfortable with they don't want to go outside of that because it's a challenge when you start thinking outside of your own personal box that you actually place yourself in sometimes sometimes uh we are prevent ourselves from evolving and growing and we stop our own potential by um not challenging ourselves to actually listen to somebody else that challenges us and our particular point of view because the way i feel about things now if you would have asked me 10 15 20 years ago my point of view would have been completely different and it's something that i would have never really thought about because the stance i have now about feminism has evolved and it's changed and talking to roger get about because it's something that i never really thought about because i agree wholeheartedly 100 percent with everything about feminist you know but it was one of those things where i'm looking like you know what Mm-mm, when it comes to actually you know picking up the title picking up the sword picking up the shield you know it was one of those things where and and, and, and still to today 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm leaning more towards accepting it, but it's still a process to, uh, accept it, you know, because I do understand that it's something where, yes, you're constantly at war, you're constantly at battle, yada, yada, yada. But it's just one of those things where, you know, it's something that you have to embrace and accept within yourself because that's something that nobody can make you or force you to do. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I definitely understand. I can relate to that. I just would like to reemphasize uh you're already in the battle everybody already is there's no you, you know when you talk about wage equality you're you're in it when you talk about um the the way that people stigmatize women with motherhood and shame them for not wanting to be a mother or not wanting to get married you're already doing it <laughs> yeah that's the it's like you're doing everything already so it's it's like if you went and played an nba game it was like but i don't want no jersey <laughs> like okay but you had 12 points five assists six rebounds so be like but i'm good though i'm gonna go home i don't want to chat with the team yeah i just want to play in my i just want to play in my regular shirt i got from Foot Locker. right i'll play the home games right i ain't gotta go away so anyway and like i said i think just like anything you pick and choose the things that you battle and believe in it's not like you have to fight every fight true you can be a feminist there's plenty of feminists that i like i you know I don't agree on this issue, you know. Uh, hey, you're on the Blackout Tips. Hi, Ryan and Karen. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Who's this? Uh, it's Reese. Reese? Hey, Reese. Hey, Reese. How yeah. are you doing? How are you? Good. Oh, my goodness. It's like a radio station. I got through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just listening to your feminist talk, and um, I was like where Karen was like last week at first, like, being really afraid to identify as a feminist. And I think it's just the labels. I think people are really scared of all of the labels. I was, for a long time, I was an atheist, but I wouldn't call myself an atheist. I would say I was agnostic or I would say, you know, um, I'm spiritual. And it was, like, a, a lot of BS because I didn't believe in God. And it was just, I think it's just really being afraid of those labels and, of, of having people um, hear you say it and having people challenge you on it. Right. Not even challenge you, but just having people look at you differently because you think that if you if I say that um, I'm an atheist automatically, there's a whole group of people out there that, that say, do you, do you worship the devil? Mm. And it's like, no, I don't worship. If I don't believe in God, I'm, I'm obviously not believe. I don't believe in the devil either. So I think it's like that with feminism too. Yeah. People think you're going to be like this, like really radical person that hates men, mm-hmm. that doesn't want anything to do with men. And I don't think, well, yeah, I mean, obviously that's not what it is. You right? don't want to fit into because because you in your mind also have a negative stereotype related with certain things right like atheists right there's a lot of people that consider atheists just negative like you make me think about dying and that there might not be an afterlife so i already don't like your ass two you might bring up that some of the stuff i say is bullshit so i don't like that so i just already don't like the general term but you know just like feminism just like black just like any label there's it takes all kinds you know like it's not like if um you go oh i don't like atheists well who who, which atheists don't you like i just don't like like christopher hutchinson well every atheist isn't christopher hutchinson like Mm -mm. 
there's, there's, there's a bunch of different kinds of people that 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 don't believe and they're not all being assholes or trying to get the school to, to change the pledge of allegiance and no or, or whatever you know like some people just like i don't believe but that's it you know so uh, i think uh one of the sh- a few shows i listen to have atheists as host um keith and the girl um mm-hmm. uh andy from three guys on and i wouldn't like when i listen to like three guys on i don't see andy like jumping in to be like no don't say you know like he like he's completely reasonable and and not annoying and not overbearing with it and i think the same thing applies for feminists most feminists that i know completely reasonable not overbearing not any there's no negative thing i would say about them in general but yet we still associate the label of feminism with the most vile evil man hating angry like yeah it's so unfair you know and by, and by the way um, with, without people like you or karen or whoever or me or anybody without people labeling themselves that and kind of joining in and saying like well i'm a feminist or i consider myself to have feminist views or whatever without people like that saying it then it doesn't add to the diversity where people can go oh so you don't have to be the negative stereotype of that you can be a bunch of shit and still be a feminist you know exactly all right. Thank well, you guys. Thank you thank for calling, Reese. Thank you, Reese. sweetie. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, uh, yeah. Thank you. That was a good call. Uh, where was I at? Where was I at? Uh, anyway. Oh, wait. Flip floppy. I enjoy listening to her wrestle with this. Okay. Anyway, I only, li- I only started listening to your show last fall via Bomani and I am hooked. You two are awesome. Best Mary H. Thanks, Mary. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, man shout out to bo man he always looking he shouted us out on espn espn radio isn't that crazy right the whole world cleric the whole world mr span writes in craft beers what up though just writing to say to first say thanks again to rod for being on my show with all the glitches that was going on with google hangouts brother i must say you have the patience of a shaolin monk <laughs> <laughs> i try man you know and it wasn't that bad google hangouts and their their way of recording and broadcasting Ooh. to youtube is just not annoys. dependable yeah just, and not very user-friendly mm-hmm. and yeah. not intuitive at all i'm not a fan of the platform Me either. i understand other podcasts use it because you can put it right directly on youtube but i stay away from it i know it's free so maybe that's why people do it but you get free you get what you pay for but there every time i go in there there's always a problem so i'm very much appreciative that we were able to make that happen but the real reason i'm writing in is because of the lawsuit over blue moon you guys talked about an episode 943 i'm with you rod they need to make that shit a class action lawsuit so we can all get broke off mm-hmm. they got me misleading a, a nigga and making him think he better than the other niggas around him <laughs> drinking natural ice is just downright inhumane where is the justice where is the sympathy and empathy for our pseudo sophisticated palates? I need compensation, restoration, and reparations, your honor. <laughs> I agree. Mr. Span, you can represent me in court. Nah, but real talk, I remember a few years ago, I used to drink Bud Light Lines real heavy. And then I watched this documentary on Netflix called Beer Wars. And it was basically about how hard it is for actual craft breweries to get their products to market. And mm-hmm. that Coors, Muller, and Anheuser-Busch, however you spell that shit, pretty much have 95 percent of the market and they fight people hard to get they they're the ones that get a lot of the rules and, and um legislation where 
you know you can only be but so big you can only do but so much you can only be in so many areas like they're the one who really pushed this shit to kind of limit shit so that it can't grow mm. so he says uh, and that a lot of the smaller label to name be or name beers were actually the products of those mega breweries and most people were none the wiser so after watching that documentary my documentary i felt like doing my part so i went straight to the liquor store and bought a six pack of sam adams not gonna lie your boy had sticker shock i was used to paying four dollars for two 22 ounce beers the sam adams was ten dollars for a six pack add to that michigan adds 10 percent deposit on every bottle that you get back once you return the bottle and you're and you're looking at ten dollars and sixty cents for a six pack but you but you got to pay for equality right the sam adams suck by the way anyway that documentary actually put the bug in my ear to try to some other stuff and i found a lot of brews that i really like but it also makes the story about old boy feeling like he got duped about blue moon not surprising i hope he wins okay that's all i got have another great show fam peace i hope you do too we have it's it's local breweries here that i would like to actually try or like old charlotte old mecklenburg county breweries and shit like that like it's like super super local and every time we've had them they're really good I, you know i assume that this you know yeah nobody big and bought them out but i would like to do that one day you know it's funny he sent one after this that was like craft beer is edited because he said he has some spelling errors and stuff in the first version um but because i've gotten so used to reading stuff with spelling errors and shit um i just read that first one and i think it went just as good so oh, yeah. i think it'll be fine he also says the official gun nut of the blackout test podcast so oh no you're not a gun nut and lastly this is the email of the week okay got an email uh, two days ago um and it said from clayton bigsby people that know clayton bigsby know that clayton bigsby is actually a uh character on dave Chappelle. he's the white he's the black white supremacist mm-hmm. okay i posted pictures of this on my facebook page because it was so ridiculous and i'm only reading this because it's so fucking ridiculous ah it's called true christianity hey rod been down with you guys since episode title rod versus the lizard which by the way funniest episode ever i didn't feel right to get at you before i became a premium member username sola scriptura if the name didn't give me away i am a christian reform christian is my theological bend i'm not one who thinks you are anti-christian commentator lots of complaints you have towards evangelical preachers are the same complaints i have not complaints complaints now and there's a lot of dots in this so i get lost that's why dot 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 now to tell you where you and i divide we both hold to a different worldview the reason for this email is to make you aware that when i hear you criticizing the christian position on any subject you take the most shallow incorrect unbiblical definition and build your case against that straw man view of christianity dot 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 it's sad the possessive it's the wrong one it's sad that most christians who try to defend the faith into the debate not equipped with logic common sense and basic biblical hermeneutics i don't know what that word is hermeneutics hermeneutics uh all this to say is that all this to say is that i know your and it's not the right your every time i say your imagine it's the wrong your guys i know you're gonna disagree with christianity but if you're gonna oppose the faith make sure it's the true and correct representation of it other than wrong then 
other than that i love your program it makes my working day go faster except when you blaspheme the lord's name we cool lol <laughs> well goddamn i'm glad you still listen p.s i'm here for you if you ever need clarification on the correct biblical position on any moral subject gay marriage comma pro-life versus pro-choice comma abstinence or promiscuity comma islam etc by the way biblical anthropology is the foundation for understanding all human morality and will answer all those subjects i just mentioned love you guys and guys is apostrophe s for some reason so love our what um so you would think i would just leave it at that but you guys know me so i said oh good explain why gay marriage is wrong and so he responded back i'm glad you used the word wrong because in order to determine if something is wrong we must we have to perp we have to presuppose an objective standard of right here is where you and i are going to flex our logical muscle dot 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 i will suggest that the standard of right and wrong is god because only an unchanging moral authority can provide unchanging moral laws that are binding on human beings in his infinite wisdom god declared the mar- that marriage is between one man and one woman thereby nullifying all other definition of what a marriage is dot 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 there is a lot there is a much deeper theological reasoning behind god's design of marriage which is a picture of christ and his bride the church dot 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 so the church is a woman mm-hmm. so from a biblical point of view it is god who defines that marriage is because he is the standard of right and wrong comma true or false dot 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 there's also by the way this is also just a long explanation of because god said mm-hmm. all right there's also a social reason why gay marriage is wrong with short and long-term ramifications spelled incorrectly but i'm here to give you the biblical reason why christians think gay marriage is wrong i said i figured this would be an exercise of futility against your superior logic spelling and grammar i guess the gays can't get married now what about abortion can you please correct me on that as well then he replied the fact that gays are going to get married is inevitable five dots i don't know what happened in that one he had been doing four before you ask me why i as a christian i think gay marriage is wrong wait you ask me why i as a christian i think gay marriage is wrong the reason is and that's and then five dots again man we're getting more dots as we go on the reason is because god is the standard of what is right and wrong not man four dots oh and if you're going to judge my arguments on if i can spell or use proper grammar then you will fail to see what i'm trying to explain four dots. now that's the first sentence that i can agree with because i still fail to see what you're trying to explain and it must be because of the grammar and the spelling it's got to be so i said that's not an answer to why abortion is wrong though and i already conceded your superior logic defeated me and i used the wrong yours this time because i thought that that was speaking his language just help show me how wrong i am about abortion now so he said a couple episodes ago karen and you were getting very emotional about how police in baltimore nd everywhere for that oh and everywhere for that matter don't see black lives equal to white lives black lives have dignity but i don't stop there 
you might not know this but other than wrong then the streets black lives most dangerous place is inside the womb so you mean when i put my penis inside the womb that's the most dangerous place <laughs> what is happening in the womb i guess i'm gonna die margaret sanger was involved in eugenetic involved in eugenetic eugenic eugenicist okay i think he meant eugenics but he added ists at the end margaret sanger was involved in eugenicist in the early 20th century when when spelled w-e-n she founded planned parenthood it was restricted it was to restrict the unfit to reproduce by the way um someone posted a link on my site where you can on our facebook page you can obviously see the shit debunked i don't even care to click on it because if you can't form a complete sentence i'm not going to believe the facts that you are speaking and facts is in quotes uh unfit to reproduce can you guess what this white woman thought the unfit were no question mark even i mean ever wonder why so many planned parenthoods are in lower income neighborhoods <laughs> yeah man why they put the goodwills in the, in the bad neighborhoods man <sighs> why they put the homeless shelter where the homeless people at that's crazy don't make no sense Mm-mm. so when i heard heard spell h-e-r-d when i heard karen's heartfelt discourse on the violence of black america appelling black humanity dignity and worth those same attributes apply to the unborn oh and god is the author of life only he could give it and take it oh sound religious logic right i can't dispute the science on that um and i said finally i have suffered your foolishness long enough you can't even spell use correct grammar or make a logical argument never attempt to contact me again you have done nothing to advance the case for christian people who listen to our show if anything you have made things worse i am now an atheist because of you thanks for nothing so we'll be back tomorrow ah, guys ah, 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 yep. ah, me and reese ah, 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 yep. me and reese we atheists now thanks idiot guy um and i feel like that's the same dude that said he was blind that left us that mm-hmm. remember that guy because he mm-hmm. also had horrible spelling and stuff and he mm-hmm. used that eugenics elite right you can't hide who you really are yeah we you know see, we see you uh also I, I during the show i it reminded me to hit up that adrian dude on facebook again mm-hmm. and i said fuck man just found out she's pregnant again ah <laughs> this shit crazy man might have to get that form when the second baby come and he replied back already now you need it now so there will be no need for a second one i will show you how to stop them dead in their tracks next time put on a hat lol all right man we'll be back tomorrow with uh <laughs> more of this whatever this is at this whatever point. this is mm-hmm. until then uh you know what time is it four uh, hey man why don't we give away some stuff let's do it you want to yes. give away some stuff to the chat room i do we yes yeah, the stuff we need to give away anyway yeah what happened to your camera you, you went off the screen okay oh so you got them do i need to go get some more no i got a couple okay you know, all right look man if y'all want some penny dreadful season one on showtime uh you can own it uh via amazon there's some amazon codes i can email it to you and you can uh you can you, own your own copy um for a penny dreadful season one 
um if if you would like that when we can play a little game in the chat room man yep, let's um, play a little game all right so what we'll do is i'll play a song and the first person in the chat room to type in the name and artist and get it correct right. we will give you a card we got two cards back here right now yep that, that, so we'll give away two today before you start i'm gonna let you guys know the rules you have to type the name and the artist correctly in order to win yeah so y'all want some free shit all right let's do this uh here's song number one let me see you oh wait yeah that's right sometimes this shit has trouble playing hold on let me find all right here is um song number one all right that was a minute of that song i don't see anything in the chat room all right we stumped them that bad uh no apologies empire soundtrack tiki you win uh put your email address in the chat and i will uh send you one of these gifts uh gift cards so uh uh let me know uh karen you copy and paste or keep track of the email addresses so tiki wins tiki like i said send us your email address or you can email us the blackouttips at gmail.com if you want to do that um all right let's see next song um how about um let me see what else we got here i know everybody's getting kind of nervous i don't know what we can pick next um how about this? Alright, Gambino is a mastermind. Fuck a bitch to pass the time. Mass appeal, orange rhyme. Smoke your green, I'm spending mine. I'll beat this witch's brew. But beware, this shit is potent. E.E. E. coming on her face. Now that's poetry and motion. Yeah, Gambino make it work. I'm the boss. Move something. Yeah, this girl fucking excuse me. Swag two button. Yeah, these girls acting crazy when they're dancing black swan. Alright, we already got, I already got the answers for this one. Middle name Jay says freaks and geeks. Childish Gambino. And that is correct, middle name Jay um middle name j man need your um email, email address. address uh same thing with you tiki need that email address um or else we can't uh can't send you guys anything so uh that's it man that's the two for the day um we'll probably give away stuff at the more. end of other shows mm-hmm. at some point yeah we got some more stuff we're gonna give away yeah um so tiki and middle name j man um 
y'all need to put that uh put those i don't want to end the show without y'all putting y'all's uh your your email, email address or something in the uh chat because somebody else could just email and say they're you so i'm gonna need y'all to confirm that shit right now uh and uh she all right said- tiki sent her email and uh like i said uh who was the last person middle name j mm-hmm. need your email address and you need you to send me something your email whatever yeah it's the first season yeah of penny dreadful first season of penny dreadful will be on amazon entire season the blackout tips at gmail.com middle name j the blackout tips at gmail.com is the best way to send the email mm-hmm. um all right guys um thank you so much um uh this was fun we'll be back tomorrow it'll just be me and karen my mom can't make it this year because uh, you know my grandma passed they're gonna go to the grave and put flowers on it and stuff yeah but uh we'll try to have her on soon just to make up for it mm-hmm. um but uh, until then love you love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.